This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. I'm David Atkins. And I'm Victoria Wilbur. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, in race against clock, fleet of ships search for a sub-loss near Titanic Creek. All of your daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. We'll be in with Metro Huntington weather forecast. The current temperature outside is a mostly cloudy 79 degrees. And now on to our top story. Attorney John Eastman, a lead architect of some of the former President Donald Trump's efforts to remain in power after the 2020 election, is facing possible disbarment. Disciplinary proceedings began today in Los Angeles. Eastman faces 11 disciplinary charges stemming from his development of a dubious legal strategy that was aimed at helping Trump overturn the election by disrupting the counting of state electoral votes. The State Bar Court of California will hear testimony in proceedings that could result in him losing his license to practice law in the state. Others expected to testify include Greg Jacob, a former attorney for Pence, who pushed back against Eastman's plan to have Pence stop the certification of Joe Biden's victory. Texas's power grid operator is asking residents to voluntarily cut back on electricity due to anticipated record demand on the system as a heat wave keeps parts of the state and southern U.S. in triple-digit temperatures. Much of Texas today was under excessive heat warnings. The Electric Reliability Council of Texas's request is its first year asking customers to curtail their energy use. In neighboring Oklahoma, meanwhile, more than 100,000 customers are eagerly awaiting the restoration of power and air conditioning following weekend storms that downed trees and snapped hundreds of utility poles. And in Louisiana, the Southwestern Electric Power Company says more than 93,000 of its customers remain without power as of this morning. In a race against the clock on the high seas, an expanding international armada of ships and airplanes are searching for a submersible that vanished in the North Atlantic while taking five people down to the wreck of the Titanic. U.S. Coast Guard officials said the search covered 10,000 square miles or 26,000 square kilometers, but turned up no signs of the, su- last, of the lost sub known as the Titan. But authorities plan to continue looking. Time was running out because the vessel had less than two days of oxygen left. Coming up, Marshall Athletics hosts annual elite prospect camp for youth softball players. That and more news from across the Tri-State when News Center 88 returns right after this. If you think it might be poison, then the first thing you should do is call 1-800-222-1222. Poison is the kind of thing you're not supposed to touch. 
Old prescriptions, cleaning stuff, or spider bites and such. If you swallowed something bad or think you took too much, call the Poison Control Center Hotline. We're the people you can trust. For poison emergencies or just questions, the Poison Control Center Hotline is here 24-7 with the expert help you need. Free and confidential. We hope you never need us, but keep our number by the phone. 1-800-222-1222. If you think it might be poison and you don't know what to do, call 1-800-222-1222. A message from your Poison Control Center. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm David Atkins. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. Last week, Marshall Softball hosted its annual lead prospect camp for youth softball players to work alongside past and present Thundering Herd athletes. As Ben Anderson reports, this camp gives Marshall Athletics an opportunity to grow the game of softball. Last week, Marshall Softball had the opportunity to work with local youth softball players grades 7 through 12 for the annual Elite Prospect Camp at Dot Hicks Field in the Chris Klein Athletic Center. Camp coordinator and former softball assistant coach Corey Lyons says that the camp showcases the regimen of college softball. We open it up to kids from everywhere to come in to get skills, get trained by our coaches. We have our members of our team who help out, and it's just a great opportunity for kids to come in who want to see our program and how we do things, and it's a great chance for them to get in front of us to show us their skills so that it can help them within the recruiting process. Lyons says the camp elevates the sport across the region. The more kids that you can get involved, especially around the state and around the city of Huntington, the better it is. Assistant, volunteer, and former Marshall softball player Allie Harris says that the future of the game depends on Marshall softball's current preparation. We have a good amount of current players that want to go into coaching and it allows them to kind of learn the side outside of season and learn what goes into recruiting processes and what goes into find that next generation of talent. The Marshall softball staff aims to strive to build on the fast-growing game of softball. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Ben Anderson. Thanks, Ben. Further preparation for the future Marshall softball will be determined by athletic director Christian Spears' national search for a new head coach to replace Megan Smith-Lyon. Lithium-ion batteries are in everything from computers to electric vehicles to installations that bolster the electrical grid. But there are only one kind of battery, and they come with limitations. Lithium-ion batteries can put out energy at max power for no more than four hours. That's just their chemistry and physics. Climate tech experts are working on alternatives. Ground was recently broken at a factory will soon open in West Virginia to manufacture a totally different type of battery made from iron interacting with the air. The man behind the process and the company, Matteo Armio, and Form Energy are striving for batteries that can put out energy for 100 hours. Coming up next, four dead after battery causes fire at New York City e-bike shop. That and more news from around the nation when News Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Hello 
and welcome to the Music Request Hotline. Please state the name of the genre you'd like to hear. Alternative? You said hip-hop. If that's correct, please say yes. No. You have confirmed hip-hop. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I said alternative. Country you want to hear? No, no, no. Country it is. No, I said, said alternative. Sports. Alternative rock. Music. No, no, okay. no, Tired of ignored requests? No, Call 696-6651 and get what you asked for on WMUL FM. No, I want to hear jazz. Alternative. Freedom of, freedom, speech of speech means. freedom of speech means freedom to say, I don't like the cafeteria food. I'm pro-choice. I'm bipolar. I want change in my government. The freedom to say, I'm Republican and I'm gay. As, as long, long as, as it's, it's not, not hurting, hurting anyone, anyone. Whatever I say. Whatever I say. I have the freedom. I have the freedom to say it. I have the freedom to say it. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, Robert R. McCormick Foundation, and this station. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Spot News reporting by the Virginia Associated Press. I'm David Atkins. I'm Victoria Wilburn. Police say a seven-year-old child fatally shot a five-year-old child inside a home in Kentucky. State police say an initial investigation determined that it was accidental. A state police statement says life-saving measures were attempted, but the child was pronounced dead at the scene by the Jackson County coroner. An investigation continues and police did not release any identities. The Giffords Law Center says Kentucky doesn't penalize people who fail to secure an unattended firearm. Every town for gun safety tracks reported shootings. The advocacy group has tailed more than 150 unintentional shootings by children across the U.S. so far this year, including three others in Kentucky. Electric vehicle maker Rivian says it will follow General Motors and Ford and join Tesla's charging network starting next year. The startup truck, SUV, and delivery fan maker says today that it will include ports with Tesla's connector to future Rivian vehicles starting in 2025. It also will offer an adapter for owners of current Rivian EVs. The move is another domino to fall as the auto industry considers switching to Tesla's connector, which it calls the North American charging standard. At present, nearly all automakers other than Tesla use what is called a CCS connector. Tesla has more direct current fast charging plugs in the U.S. than any other network, and its stations are in prime locations along freeway travel corridors. Authorities say a fire that started in a New York City e-bike shop spread to upper-floor apartments, killing four people and injuring several others. Fire officials say the early-today blaze in Manhattan's Chinatown neighborhood was an accident caused by a lithium-ion battery. It's the latest in a string of fires blamed on such batteries in the city. Authorities say two men and two women died, and two other women were hospitalized in critical condition. Officials say battery charging and electrical violations were found at the shop last year, and it was fined $1,600. A man who said he owns the shop told the Associated Press that no batteries were being charged there overnight. Coming up next, Luke Hamilton will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast when New Center 88 returns right after this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the WMUL request line singer. Oh man, we're out of range. I'll miss all of my favorite music. No worries. 
with WMUL's 24-7 live stream, the cutting edge of your radio dial becomes the cutting edge of your phone too. Just go to marshall.edu slash WMUL and your favorite music goes wherever you do. I'll pull it up now, just in time for more music. Call 696-6651 now. DJs are standing by. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Luke Hamilton, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Today, you will find it to be a mostly cloudy 79 degrees. The recent thunderstorms will continue tomorrow after taking a detour down south and a slight chance of rain around 7 p.m. Don't expect to see the sun too much until early next week, with clouds covering the sky with chances of precipitation and thunderstorms on the horizon. The temperatures will drop through the night before reaching a low of 64 at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. Tomorrow's high of 78 degrees and low of 63 are similar to today's temperatures, with a 30% chance of rain starting at 2 p.m. Your weather word of the day is Aleutian Low. An Aleutian Low is a persistent low-pressure center located near the Aleutian Islands on the mean charts of sea level pressure from late fall to late spring. It represents one of the main centers of action for atmospheric circulations in the northern hemisphere. Some of the strongest lows of the season are oftentimes Aleutian Lows. Thank you, Weatherology.com, for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it is a mostly cloudy 79 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm Luke Hamilton. Thanks, Luke. Coming up, a look back on the history of Juneteenth. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. High school students from around the world come to spend a semester or year in area schools. Your family can learn about Germany, China, Finland, or another country by hosting a student. International Experience is a nonprofit that facilitates international exchange, and they invite you to share your home with a student who will become a part of your family. To learn more, contact International Experience at 888-266-2921. That's 888-266-2921, or visit ie-usa.com, 888-266-2921. Yesterday, finally today on New Center 88, many Americans celebrated Juneteenth, marking the day in 1865 when the last enslaved people in the U.S. learned they were free. For generations, black Americans have recognized the end of one of history's darkest chapters with joy in the form of parades, street festivals, musical performances, or cookouts. It was the day when a Union officer reached Galveston, Texas, and announced their liberation. It would take another century and a half and lots of rallying for the U.S. government to recognize Juneteenth as a federal holiday. There's a push today for people to see beyond the revelry and learn about Juneteenth's history. And that does it for this summer edition of New Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Victoria Wilburn, Luke Hamilton, Ben Anderson, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm David Atkinson. Your thought of the day is, the sun doesn't always shine in West Virginia, but the people do. John F. Kennedy. <laughs>